Do it like it's my B-Day. Do it like it's my B-Day! <laughs> Motherfucker! Post on the Moon Studios presents another Ghetto and Godly. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. Yeah, dig. And you already know we back with a brand, 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 brand new brand show. Brand, brand, brand new show. How you been over there, Auntie Mimi? You know, I'm grand. You, I'm blessed. You been grand? You been blessed? Highly favored. Highly flavored. Just out here glowing and growing. Go, that's what I'm saying. Glowing <laughs> and growing. That's all we can do. You know what I'm saying? Stick and move, move and groove. You How feel you feeling, me? Dr. Key? Feeling great. Feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? Congratulations. I hope all you guys are feeling good and feeling great too. I'm trying to pass this energy to you. You feel me? I want to pass it through the speakers. I want to pass it through the headphones. Ah! So when you're listening, you feel it in your bone. You feel yes. me? You feel it in your bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it like it's mobby day. That's Do it shit. like it's mobby day. That's your shit? Nah. Illiterate. At first I thought she was saying, I don't God. I thought she was saying, Do it like it's my big day. I didn't know she was saying, do it like it's my B-Day. Do it like it's your your B-Day. Do Do it it like like it's your (laughs) B-Day. Baby boy, live your blessed life. Who's tripping on me? Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. You is silly. So what's been going on? Y'all know we took a little break. A lot of break. Actually, I'm not even going to cat. A lot of break um, to purchase our first home together. So I don't believe we filmed a show or recorded a show since like May. We've act we were actively looking for a house in like April, and I think we kind of cut it short. We was on the house just grind. to to focus all of our energy into the home buying process because yeah, it's ain't it ain't no motherfucking game out there. Not at all. We were literally like pull up to an open house or to go see a house, and it would be like eight cars lined the fuck up to come see the same home. It it, it would literally be like a house party. You know what I'm saying? You would think <laughs> literally that, a house Did party. I pull up to a house party, and COVID was Baby still real. To the party. Mm-hmm. With no drink and mm-hmm. no food. Some people had no mask on. No nothing. Some people had dirty houses. Oh, not the oh the dirty houses. Yeah, that shit was crazy. It was just like that's a hard that's a hard house to sell. You know, do you not give a fuck? Mm -hmm. You're not trying to sell it, (laughs) you ain't trying to sell this bitch, man. But the crazy thing about it, Doctor Key, is that it sold. They sold like it was. We were so low on inventory. Like these houses are selling. However, of course, we didn't buy it. But even Mm -hmm. when. We ain't even gonna cap. Even when we was looking for our home, when we put in the offer on the home that we did end up purchasing, it was tenant occupied. Yeah, we had to do some work. We did have to do some work. The tenants lived here for 14 years. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all could have owned half. You know, you could have owned half. (laughs) You, You paid. 14 oh, yeah, years damn, yeah. of a 30 year mortgage like ain't that crazy yeah i mean but you know so even when we looked at this home when i put in the offer when we put in the offer um there was no lie three pictures only three it was only three babe yeah. and not flattering pictures but you know as of late i've just been you know just letting the spirit of god just move through me and, you know, it just felt right. So we put in the offer. Dr. Key was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this is not the house. Yeah, it was cool on it. And it ended up being the home. So, yeah, that we, we purchased. Blessed, super blessed to have purchased a home during these times. Because right. it's nuts out there. It's fucking crazy out there. Has it, like, set in for you that, you know, you're really a homeowner? I mean... Yeah, like it, it said it now, you know, because I've been here a whole month and I've been enjoying home ownership, you know, every part of it, you know, like from telling people to go off the fucking property, can nobody tell you property. shit, the Y'all, city he tells coming in here, get the fuck me, the property through the ring camera. The city coming here, giving me a, <laughs> giving me a ticket, you know what I'm saying, and I have to take care of it, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's, it's real. It's, uh, was, it's a bit of filler, though. That was BS, though. That wasn't a real I thing. mean, yeah, of course it was bullshit, but, you know, that's part of home ownership. You got to deal with some bullshit. So every, new levels, new devils, baby. Yeah. Never forget. Don't that ever is a forget fact. it. That is a fact. Don't ever. Forget. Yeah, I was just feeling emotional. I don't think, I think the process was just overwhelming. 
And then like last week, it kind of just like hit me like, oh my God, like I'm really, we really purchased our home. And this is a huge deal because I'm the youngest sibling. I'm the youngest and the first and the only as of yet, hopefully not the last to um, have purchased a home. You know, we really, I broke a generational curse and so did Dr. Key. Like my my mother didn't own a home. My father did for a short, short period, but that that was a shit show. But um, you know, really broke generational curses mm-hmm. owning a home during a pandemic. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, cause like, like you know, with me growing up, <clears throat> I was raised in the projects. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I love, I love. You know where I came from? Like. There, there's nothing, you know what I'm saying, that I would change about it. Um, it you know, it humbled me. It taught me, you know, I have very humble beginnings. So, you know, very humble. Uh, people taught me how to, you know, help and how to support because, you know, people helped me out. People supported me. I remember um, being in a, I think I was in a fifth grade. I was in a fifth grade and uh, I wanted to play football when I was coming up. Um, I was in the fifth grade. Um, we had a peewee football team in my town, and I think to play it was like a hundred and fifty dollars. But you know, my grandmother had been on a fixed income; she couldn't just cough up a hundred and fifty dollars just for me to play football. So um, what I did was I don't even know how I got the practice, but I paid somebody to take me to their practice last tryout, and I did so good at their practice last tryout that the coach got someone at their church to pay for me to play mm. football. Mm, that's dope. Yeah, I was on the field grade. But if I wouldn't have never went to that trial, if I would have never caught that ride, you know, paid that ride to go to that trial. You would have never had that I opportunity. Never, yeah, I would have never had the opportunity to play yeah, football. That's dope. And, like, that opportunity, guys, like, that wasn't the first opportunity that, you know, I got that changed my life. The first one was giving to me by the, the housing authority they gave us uh scholarships to go play at the boys and girls club that changed my life because that actually put me in organized sports it taught me uh how to be a teammate you know what i'm saying how to be a good you know role player uh taught me respect taught me responsibility and it also gave me a different outlet so i didn't have to be consumed into the things that were going on around me because i was always leaving and coming back because mm. i was always busy mm. mm-hmm like, like yeah like and that's what like people did for me even my community like i said the housing authority had programs for us and i was just that kid that took advantage of everything like i even tried gymnastics one time but i couldn't deal with the tights like because they really had us wearing the tights mm. i couldn't do the tights so i like the flip and i wanted to learn how to backflip you know who, what kind of kid didn't want to do the backflips on the match you look like you used to backflip you didn't no i was scared I, can't, I was too tall. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, huh? I was too tall mm-hmm. to just just flip back just and flip. just let go. You know, that just, is like you know a little bit of trust and mm-hmm. daredevil you got to have in you. I'm telling to you, actually people do a backflip. People who do backflips, they're special. Mm-hmm. Like I promise you, <laughs> I give y'all all that. You guys are. You know, my daddy did backflips. He met my mama doing backflips. You're different. <laughs> they're a different kind of human. Like you, you are. You're, you're, you're a legend. Like straight up, straight up, legendary. Cause like I can't do it. Now I watch people like I watch people jump off shit and do backflips. I'm talking about jump off top of handlebars. Ain't that crazy how crackheads can backflip though? Yeah, they ain't scared. Oh, a shit. lot, but a lot of old. Flippers just or crackheads. No, that's the crazy thing too. Was doing backflips. Yeah, you know, outlets are important. You know, for for kids to have outlets. What is going on? For kids to have outlets, you know, to take them away from their daily routines, or you know, to take their mind off of you know daily struggles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My level feel is low now. Mm-hmm. It was high. Okay, um, you know, to take take their mind off of it. I really feel like I can't hear myself anymore, though. Mhm. Still working out the kinks, y'all. Um, it's a little bit better. Can you turn it up, like just a taste? Mic check. 
Yeah, I think that's better. Yeah, when you when you turned it all the way down, it was crazy. But yeah, um, you know, outlets are important to keep you out the streets, keep you out of trouble. I don't know if y'all had gangs in in Camden. You know, keep you out of gangs where I'm from. You know, it's easy for a nigga to you know a young kid. Let me stop saying that a young child to um to learn game banging. So you can tell you never seen game banging in Little Rock. Have you seen Game Bang? Well, you didn't you live in had. Little Rock, but Camden right there is only like a two, two and a half. So y'all hours. had real, y'all had game bangers yes. in game Camden, and little killings, ass Camden, Arkansas. Well, all of y'all, that's you know, that's some, that's crazy Arkansas. to me. Like yes. game banging is ignorant as fuck, and sometimes you know people are a product of their environment. So shout out to all the game bangers. But if you listen to our show, we love you too. But right. um. That's crazy because all y'all grew up together. Right. All y'all know each other. Everybody your mamas know, know each other. Your grandmothers know each other. So that's like super ignorant. Like you literally killing your neighbor, yeah. your brother, you know it's what I'm real. saying, so to speak, because y'all really grew up together. Right. It's that's real. fucked up. And it happens every day. Every day. I just, you know, learn, like being married to you is like, I learned that the South is violent. <laughs> It, I mean, it, it, it is, but it's like everywhere is violent. Like, to be honest with you, Vegas is way more violent than the South. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just okay. saying that, but it's, it's very you know, and it's like it's, it's a little bit more on, personal and yeah, violent yeah, it's when on, like, it's, it's small like, towns, you know, right. like that's crazy. Yeah. Like niggas kill like women. A lot, well, a lot of women cause a lot of problems, and they right there. They kill a woman no, or a woman. They kill a nigga because of their woman. Because it's of their woman. It's the only one in town. That's like really like not to sound it's like I'm sitting on a, thing I got in town. a soapbox, but like that's really like lack of edu- education and knowledge. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, and resources. Right, you got to get out the box. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I knew like I was a bigger, bigger fish. You know what I'm saying? I, I was a shark, so I had to get out of here. And I don't want to eat everybody, so I just want to so get out. So the shark had to leave. Yeah, gotta get out. You gotta mm-hmm. get in a bigger, bigger ocean. No, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I need a bigger pool. You felt like you was going crazy before you left. I was going in circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, circles. I was like, what you the got fuck? me going in circles. Like, nigga, I'm on a wheel. Let me get this motherfucker wheel. Then. When did you? What was there a moment that you felt like? Was it like one particular moment that you was like, I gotta go. Like this is it. Like yeah. I've had a fuck enough. Yeah. What what was that moment? That moment was, if you don't mind sharing with the congregation. I just was like, I just felt like I was, like I said, I was stuck. Like I was, you know, I was just in a, a position or a place that I really didn't see my way out of. Like mm. I, only way I see my way out of this place is leaving this state. Like I have to leave my home state. If I don't leave my home state, I couldn't get out that place. I didn't feel like. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted a whole new opportunity, a whole new light. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know, really getting into my music tough too. So I was like, you know, the closest thing to LA is Vegas. Mm-hmm. So let me go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know nobody in LA, but I know right. somebody in Vegas. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yeah, rest wow. in. We're glad God. you made it. Oh yeah. And God bless. God bless the dead. You know, Monty passed away, but Monty Linda, the reason mm-hmm. got, that I got here. And, you know, she just passed away because of COVID, man. That shit crazy. I yeah, love my auntie. God bless her dad, man. Yeah. And she she told me, man, like, the last time I had got to spend with her was at your birthday last year. And mm-hmm. she told me she had an amazing time. She mm-hmm. told me at the birthday that she did have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome to be able to spend that time with my auntie before she, you know, got out of here. Life is short, so love on your people yep. while they're here in the flesh. Yep. Whew. Okay. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, um, you know, we're talking about uh, role models, what kind of touched on like the role models, but like, do you think representation is important to young kids? Um, I think representation. Or to young adults, teens. I think, yeah. People. I think, well, I think representation of people is important. And I'll tell you why. Mm. The reason that I feel that is important because it can inspire them to want what you have or want want more than what you have like i love for a kid like you know some like a, a kid that's you know 12 13 you know what i'm saying 10 9 8 whatever i love for them to see the vehicle because i got you know we got nice whoops so when i'm driving the car 
I was like I was at the bank one day. It was some kids. They was just walking down, you know, the street. You know, it was on Martin Luther King. They was just walking down Martin Luther King, and the kids they just stopped. They just stopped and just was looking and smiling at the car. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it just. It just mm-hmm. was dope to them to actually see that car right there mm-hmm. and then to see someone that looks like them mm-hmm. driving. So it's like, mm-hmm. damn, you know what? He's black. He has that car. Mm-hmm. I, I have the opportunity to get in that car. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like when I was growing up, I really, I mean, I saw some black people had nice things, but you already know who had, you know, right. the nice, nice right. things. So the people you know, that sell things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be like, damn, like, you know, you don't think like, man, especially when you raised in like how I was raised in the projects and stuff, you just don't think like that shit's attainable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you don't have it. Your family don't have it before mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I told myself I was going to go to NBA and all that crap, you know, and buy I mean, it's not crap. Don't I mean, say it's that. not crap, but, mm. you know, I told myself I was going to do that and it didn't happen. And you could have. And I could have. Yeah, you could definitely have. had the ability yeah. right, right. and the talent and the skill. Right. You know, and, and, but you just hard headed. I, I was hard headed and I, I, I needed support and I, I didn't have that support that I needed. I, mm. That's what I wanted. I wanted support and I, I didn't have that. Mm. So I know that, you know, when I do have my child, I can push our. them, our child, I can push them farther than where I went. You right. know what I'm saying? So like, because yeah, you, I have Because you know what you were lacking. Right. So you know what everything that they need. Right. Because yeah. I know I know the talent. Mm. I can teach you the talent because someone taught me the talent. And mm. then if they just apply the work, they're going to be what they're going to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like after that, it's just really just putting them in the right positions to where they have the opportunities to grow like I did. And then when they do get there, I'll be there to support them like, I wanted that person to support me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I act, and that's, you know, I appreciate that answer. Um, I asked that question because when I was at the shop today, and, you know, for our new listeners, I'm a licensed esthetician. I have my own studio, and, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. So was Dr. Key. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, I think I saw a video of something, and I was just sitting there thinking, like, wow, like, if nobody believed that, representation is important like all you have to do is like look at my life because my dad I watched my dad hustle like my dad would go from San Bernardino to LA buy (laughs) fake Rolexes and fake chains and bring them back to San Bernardino would go to LA and buy the jewelry downtown and bring it back to San Bernardino and hustle it and not only did he hustle he hustled in between his clients he my dad was a licensed cosmetologist who also had his own studio Mm -hmm. and when it was slow he would go outside and hustle some jury Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was like damn like if my dad was a lawyer i would have been a lawyer Mm -hmm. because i looked up to him you know he was like a hero to me if he would have been a doctor i would have been a doctor right and so i say all that to say i was just you know like damn like i'm really like a a testimony of like representation and then on the other side of that with as far as women in my family i have on one side so many strong black on both of them i'm not even gonna down in like that on both of my sides of my family i have strong black women but I have strong black women on one side of my family that, you know, really have accomplished some things, careers, retired now, living a best fucking life, like purchase homes. But I didn't see that directly, you know, from like my mother or like her mother's mother. But I knew I knew that I didn't want to be a product of that. Right. I knew early on, like, no, bitch, like, I'm not about to be worried about Section A knocking on my motherfucking door and mm-hmm. telling me who the fuck can't live here right. and, you know, inspecting my home. Like, who the fuck wants to live this way? No this way. feels like a trap, right. a fucking trap. So, Bullshit. you know, um, you know, it's just a blessing to have, like, both, to see both sides of that, to see what I didn't want to be and to see what, you know, what I aspire to be and even go beyond that. So, right. you know. Congratulations. <laughs> powerful thing. Top, Representation you know. is important. Elevate your soul, and mind, I, body, I even spirit. have people come into, you know, the studio and be like, well, you don't, like, you rent this? Like, 
<laughs> how long you been doing? I'm like, what you got? How long you went to school? And it's people, you know, my age, excuse me, or even older. So like, I'm grateful for, you know, just kind of early on, just knowing exactly what I wanted to do, just not maybe understanding how I was going to do, do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not sticking to it all the way and half-assing it. But once I went full throttle, you know, the skies just opened up for your girl. Right. I can dig it. That's dope. So, um, yeah. So I started doing Pilates. Mm-hmm. Pilates went, on the body. I went to Pilates yesterday for the second time. And... How you feeling? I feel... I woke up feeling sore, but I feel good. But you feel good. That's all that matters. I wanted to go back today. What? Yeah. But, you, you know, to, you, have, you have to book the classes. You want to double up? I did. Damn. You know I like working out. Pilates is popping. I need to come to Pilates. You should. I, See I, what it's about. I told you to come. Oh, no. Oh, no. Over here breaking stuff. Oh, no. Who did that? What Who is that? going on in the city? Nah, that. So what's going on? Like, what music you listening to right now? Uh, Who you rocking with? Who you vibing with? Uh, I'll be listening to, like... Everybody, man, to be honest with you, I listen to a little bit of hip hop. This has been a little bit R and B. Who? Tell the people who. Um, who? <laughs> I like my boy, um, uh, Tone, uh, Tone Stitch. Uh, fuck with me. You know, um, I like that one. Can you sing it for us? Big bag something. <laughs> big bag, big thumb. <laughs> that yeah. is not correct. Um, <sighs> I like Chanel. Uh, Chanel. Sana, Sana, Sana. See, I be just killing people names. Yeah. Um, I like what uh, my boy uh, Alan Pack and um, uh, Bruno doing. Mm. Um, it's kind of smooth, you know what I'm saying? It's a vibe. Um, I like my boy uh, Young Dolph and Key Glock. Um, let me see. I've been listening to a little bit of Gunna. Um, a lot of Gunna. That's about it, man. You know. And my my favorites, you know, like Tyrone Davis, I'm Tyrone Old School, all the good classics. What you listening to over there, Auntie Mimi? You know, Auntie Mimi got the beats, beats, beats. Um, you know, I'm a '90s or '80s baby, raised in the '90s, so I listen to '90s R&B. You know what? So you know, rocking a lot of '90s R&B and hip hop. Um, recently, I don't really know why, but, you know, I've been listening to this album since I was a kid, and for some reason, for some, what is going on, for some reason, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill is, like, really, like, I'm sitting with that album right now. Um, just really listening to the words that she's singing. And I don't know, I was listening to that thing the other day and just listening to the words, like, I swear, like, I got chills. Just by what she's saying, what she's representing, what she's trying to, the miseducation she's trying to, you know, convey, so. What's your favorite line? Well, I can't hear you anymore. What's your favorite line? Okay, there we go. When she said... What'd she say? Respect is just the minimum. Respect the niggas just... fuck you up. What's that? What that mean? Respect is just the minimum. It says respect is just the minimum. Like, that's it. Like, so that's, guy, the, that's the that's the bare minimum. So you, for you to he, fuck with a dude, the bare minimum is he needs to respect you. He needs you. to respect you. Straight okay. up. Okay. Everything else... Is needed, very much so needed, but respect is just the minimum. So if you're lacking respect in your relationship, you got to take a real good look at that and figure out what the fuck's going on and if I can fix it. If not, then you may need to leave that situation alone because respect is the minimum. Right. I respect the homeless person on the corner. Right. So what the hell do you mean? You can't respect everyone. So what do you mean as your woman, your wife? Somebody that you say that you love, and I'm just speaking, I'm just passionately talking, y'all. You don't respect me. You can't, you, you're disrespecting me. 
you're calling me outside my name. Right. You're then, going upside my head. You're, yeah. you know, you're dishonest. If a, if a motherfucker disrespect you, they'll kill you. And a lot of shit been happening like that here in Vegas. And shit crazy, y'all. If you um need somebody to talk to, please hit up on your Mimi, man. Get yourself out of the relationship. <laughs> I don't know, because I might. Mm-hmm. Like, we might need to take a ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pull up. Oh, but no, nah, like that's some real shit. So y'all, like, tune in to the miseducation of Lauren Hill, and you know, really just get your mind right. learn some things. Mm-hmm. What you think about this COVID variant, la la bamba, la 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 la. Mama. I don't know what's going on with COVID, man. COVID supposed to have been gone. I remember when they said 80 degrees. What is you smacking on like that? Oh, uh, red velvets. What's that? Twizzler. <laughs> Y'all see? And he when. messes up the name of everything. That's why I ask him stuff like that. Um, He's twist. never going to say it right. It's a twist. But <laughs> I remember when um, um, COVID first came out. They said 80 degree weather was going to kill us. So I thought we was going to be safe in Vegas. Then they said, if you get the vaccine, you'll be safe. Now you get the vaccine dying. That's crazy. I wonder if the death is really a side effect of COVID and not a, not what they're saying. I really feel like the vaccine is creating a variant. That's why I started to be the variant because the vaccine created it. Vaccine variant created. Mm-hmm. Yo, the vaccine doing this one of the side effects they ain't tell you about. Mm. Yup, that's what the hell going on. They want enough people to get it so we die. It's just a real, you know, scary hours right now because we don't know. You are chewing that red velvet. Chewing it's by. Tastes like a turkey leg. Turkey (laughs) hut in Houston from the original turkey hut from the one in Houston, like the restaurant. Okay, so. <laughs> so we don't know whether we should, you know, quarantine ourselves just to be safe. She continue on with our normal day to day life. I'm around enough people that if I get that shit, I know who gave it to me. But I know you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. But you can't really say that because you go to stores, you go to gas stations. Who go to stores? You. No, I don't. Okay. You didn't go to a store today. That wasn't me. You didn't just go get your hair retwisted today. That wasn't me. <laughs> Who was it? That was my, uh, you know how we got the, uh, the person. And we got What? The, you know, you got your person and you got your soul. Who went? The straw man. Because they call it the straw man. Look it up. Oh, it's a, my it's Lanta. A fake, it's a fake, fictitious being of yourself. They call it straw man. Okay, so you didn't just go to Jamaica. Shout out to Jamaica. Your hair was today. Yeah, I did. I was just fucking with y'all, man. I was there. COVID free. So it wasn't other people in the shop? COVID free. Everybody was COVID free. How do you know? Do they could something? be a carrier. That's the crest, the fucking kicker well, how you about get? this. But listen, that says okay. that no, no, you, the right. person next to you cannot have symptoms. They can be a fucking carrier and you can catch it from them. And there goes your life. Now you're on a fucking ventilator. All right. That's how it works. I'm telling And maybe the crackhead version, but it's <laughs> what it is. So a person has to have symptoms for you to get COVID. And what I mean by symptoms, they have to be coughing. They have to be sneezing. Speaking of crackhead, or they have to have did mucus. you see? I don't mean to How cut you, you off. Get COVID if they don't have any of those three things. You can't get COVID from them breathing around you. Did you see? I get that. Did you see where the guy at McDonald's was selling crack? No. I did not see that. Through the through the drive through window. Not at all. I definitely didn't see that. And he was hiding the the crack in the bathroom in the fucking paper towel dispenser. No. And so, what do I say so, every time we pass that raisin canes that has yeah, a fucking crack. line that they are selling um, crack. crack? No, they not. How he get caught? I think. <laughs> Let me find. Let me find See, it. I, it was a lady who got the baggie. 
and it was in between the Big Mac and the fries. And she didn't supposed to get a baggie? She was not supposed to get the crack. Oh, he fucked up and gave the wrong person the He baggie. gave the wrong person the crack. Damn. Ain't that some shit? That is some shit. If that's real, that's crazy. This nigga dumb. He gonna be on world I'm going to find that in a second, you guys. He's going to be on world dumbest criminals. Because mm-hmm. that shit was wild. Why he didn't get dunked here today? I don't know. I can't speak that for another real, show, Doctor Key. I don't think it's real. That you nigga, don't think so? That nigga definitely got dunked here today. Why? That nigga selling crack through the McDonald's window. Like, he he, he gave it listen, to the wrong customer. He figured it out. He just fucked that. <laughs> but I want that mac and cheese, but that crack special. Did that nigga say crack special? Oh, don't worry about it. I got it. I'm sure it's a cold word. See me salt and fries. (laughs) 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 He meant salty ass fries. I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's a cold word. So um, I'll find it in a hot second. Man, I knew that nigga was selling crack. You don't think that people do that? Especially in smaller towns now maybe weed i can see a nigga dropping off a dime sack or something on delivery like if i'm delivering pizza somebody hit me up i'm gonna drop off they say i'm like man order your pizza and i'm bringing sack with the pizza you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. is that way i got your delivery i'm still getting paid everybody everybody's not smart like that shit i'm smart okay so i want to get into a topic you guys so nick cannon was on the breakfast club and he touched on um, monogamy being a Eurocentric program or a way of thinking and that we're not meant to be with one person for the rest of our lives, blah, 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 blah. Um, As we know, Nick Cannon has um, 15 kids spread out across the United States. Not just one. He has seven children. And um, we're going to listen to the clip and then we're going to discuss. children man like and it's so amazing and i really just love being around my kids and just that youthful energy it feels like you get to relive every time and all I think, the time i love that and i think because you know i've been through so much in my life you know physically mentally and spiritually like the the best place that i find is the time that i spend with my kids and the energy and to get as much of that as possible uh to to pass on you know all that I've lived into something else. That's why I do it, man. It's not, it's not the number of kids, though. I guess people question the different baby mothers. That's what. Well, it why is. do people question that? I mean, because it, like it's that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the the ideas of like is, you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life, and really that's just to classify property when you think about it. I mean, like when you go into that mindset, if we're really talking that talk. Like, just the idea that a man should have one woman. We shouldn't have anything. I have no ownership over this person. Like, if we're really talking about how we coexist and how we populate, it's about what exchange can we create together. So, I've never really subscribed to that. That's enough. So, Dr. Key, you want your, you know, your educated take on what Nick Cannon is talking about? For one... I like to mind my business. Well, we can't but mind our two, business on Get On Gallery. No, you can do whatever you want to buy. We don't but mind our business. We I, are units. I like to mind my business. But number two, um, Nick Cannon's situation is different. He has the funds. He has the opportunities. He can create opportunities. So he can have 50 kids, 50 baby moments. If that's what he want to do, that's what he want to pay. That's how he want to live his life. More power to him. He ain't about to go to jail for no, not paying child support. Yet. Yet. Ain't no yet. He ain't uh, no dummy. Okay. So, Nick Cannon is an isolated situation. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, what's your opinion, I should say, on... Joe Schmo that works for the garbage company that feels like, hey, Nick Cannon is doing it. Let me adopt that lifestyle as well. Ladies, watch out for Joe Schmo. 
<laughs> he, be not, he might be knocking at your door. Don't let him in. That's it. You don't think that's a dangerous way of thinking? What? Like, no, nah, I mean, because like I, the, the foundation to, is important. Like, like to have family. all those kids with all those different baby mamas. Hell yeah, that's a danger because AIDS is real. But herpes is real. Herpes is real. Syphilis, Syphilis is real. All that shit is real. So that's a danger. But you know. If you want to have them a little congregation, they all sign them agreement. That's what it is. Mm. And they can as a president of Wild and Out. The creator of Wild and Out. Mm. I just don't want people to confuse polygamy with like cheating. Some of them, and that's not, but that's not cheating. Like he, no, I'm saying I'm not talking about Nick Cannon. I'm saying I don't want people to confuse this lifestyle that this guy is living and saying, "Oh, I'm a polygamist, but I'm married and I'm not being truthful and honest to these women or men that you're choosing to, you know, have relationships with." Because yeah. that's something completely different if you're not being forthcoming about what the fuck y'all are doing. Because y'all doing the tangle and motherfuckers don't even understand they in a dance. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just keep it real, motherfuckers. Tell my friend, right? You know? If you just want the skins. The skins? Yeah. Just say, I want the skins. What's the skins? You know what the skins is? The skins. What, what, don't you got skins? The, what's the, break it down to us. What's the, the skins, skins? is a vagina and a penis. And so, <laughs> ladies got vaginas, fellas got penises. So when you want the skin, you want the skin. You, the man, so the woman wants the skin from a man. She wants the penis. Okay. Man wants skin from the woman. He wants the vagina. It's just to put skins and sex. Like it's just not right. Yeah. The skin uh, gonna I be touching. How you want to go? How you want to? I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't it. like how that. I don't like the visual that I get with that. <laughs> going into the body is some skin. Wait. Going in. Please don't say meat. Yep, yeah, big meat. <laughs> meat is going in. Meat is opening. Meat is smacking. Oh yeah. my god. About meat. meat. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want people to confuse that mm-hmm. with you know cheating and being dishonest because that's completely separate. Yeah. completely separate and then so i was having a conversation with somebody about and it was a lady a young lady older black lady oh and you know she and i'm not knocking anybody's lifestyle this is what you choose like whatever floats your boat like i don't give a shit like live your best life because i'm gonna live mine but um i'm living my best life we were having a conversation and she was in agreement with, you know, kind of what Nick Cannon was saying. Mm. And she was telling me that, you know, she's been married to Muslim men and yeah, it is a Eurocentric, um, you know, concept and, and the way she put it like kind of blew me <laughs> a little bit because she put it in a way like, okay, you're married. Your husband is making, you know, if he's making good money or whatever, you don't have no kids. (laughs) It's a woman, you know, out there with kids struggling. Why not let your man take care of her and her kids? And I was like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like, listen, like, (laughs) what place are you from? I, I, in my mind, I feel like that's charity work. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we're looking out for our community type of thing. <laughs> Not I'm sharing my man, my husband. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, this is community service. Right. But, no, like, what the fuck? And then she, you know, and I'm still working. Y'all, I'm a work in progress. And uh, I have not. I'm, you know, I have not grasped the concept of, like, People are not our possessions. I'm working on that Mm -hmm. because I feel like if we take vows, you belong to me and I belong to you. You're my possession. Per. (laughs) And that may sound toxic AF, Mm -hmm. 
but I have not grown to that place. So I'm telling her this. I have no qualms about telling somebody like, listen, maybe I'm not mature enough. Maybe I'm not grown enough, (laughs) but ain't no fucking way. I'm going to be okay with sharing my meat, as you put it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no way. And then she's like, well, you know, if he leaves and goes on a trip, what does it matter what he does? As long as he come back to you. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> and I know, I know there are women, people, men, persons, they's, whatever y'all want to be referred to as, that think this way. I'm just not one of them. Right. I don't want to share anything. I can do it. I feel you. Me neither. I don't want to say shit. And that's why we together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stingy. Hella I'm stingy. stingy. That was just, you know, just kind of like, uh, take care of that family over there. Like, no. But is that how some men think, you think? Hell like, no. they just, oh, like, let me just take care of your family. Like, but you you're something. still taking away from your, fa- you know, your family that you built. So how can you truly build a foundation? A trick is a trick. Oh, okay. No matter if they're in a family or without a family. That sounds like a trick. If you're taking care of a whole, look at you. I'm glad I ain't hitting that tonight. You got the hookah. It's cool, though. But if a trick taking care of whole another family, that's different. Now, if he was like to say, like, say he had his wife, say him and his wife, um, say him and his wife know the lady, and they they invited the lady in because that's the that's his other woman, and they became sister wives, then he don't have to take from his family. You see what I'm saying? Because now he has add to his family. So whatever resources that that lady has, and I hope that he's a smart man, because if he's a smart man, he's definitely going to be messing with someone who has resources like him, because if she's not, that's a liability. And she's beneficial. She yeah. brings something she to, brings the table. to the table. Then it's different. It's <laughs> like, but, and they all have to be in that understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what it is. And everybody has to be mature because that's the only way it, it's going to work out. And I also think that the woman, this is being real with you, babe. I think that the woman has to like women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that way it's not a jealousy thing there because hell, I'll fuck the bitch too. Oh my God. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's <laughs> like, that way it's not like a jealousy. So it's not no way. No reason for anybody to feel jealous because everybody fucking, they're all monster three. Now, somebody's going to get the short end. How? How could they get the short there, end? Uh, you have to be, and I'm not saying it's not possible because I know this shit go on all day, every day, but somebody's going to fall short. Now, if that man said at like some this, point, say like this. Now, say, say for instance, now if the man was, um, like say everybody was like they everybody was fucking all three of them. Now that man, if he's if he's smart and he, and he know his situation, he's going to give her some dick and he's going to, he's going to give both of them some dick. You know what I'm saying? Because other than that, if he only get one, some okay, dick, then right, no, okay, like so said. stick with that. Mm-hmm. But your resp- if if and I you know I don't do this. We don't do this. Not but if. <laughs> If that is the situation, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm not mature enough. I'm going to be like, paint, like you better not moan more than you moan. But that's, see, that's the mature then, part. Like that's what, that's the that's mature what I'm saying. Part. I'm immature. Right. That's the mature Because you're going to, that like shit happened like that. Like I think like a couple shit happened like that. Remember? Um, Somebody got beat up yeah, or yeah, I, like got stabbed or yeah. something. Like yeah. this is why, like you got to make sure your mental is right when you right. go into these situations Legend. because these baby pan, girl these pandora boxes <laughs> somebody can come out hurt you remember those movies pandora box no i never watched you those. know what those those shits are crazy y'all you gotta watch one just watch one yeah one is enough 
I don't want to watch one. It's crazy. It's just like some shit like this. It's like one of those little stories, you know, like motherfucker. I already know how it goes. Party. You know, they have fun. Then somebody had too much fun. Then somebody ended up wanting to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Pandora box. You got to take that shit out. It's crazy. I just thing. don't think that it's going to stay like peachy for Because you're going to like somebody more. Mm-hmm. You know. You think somebody going to like somebody more? Yes. Don't you think two women is a headache? Like, imagine two me's. <laughs> yeah it's a lot like it's a lot but two but like i probably look at it like this like if i got two of you I, can, I don't have to it's like i don't have to deal with your shit because i can go talk to her and that's gonna be a problem you see that's gonna be a problem <laughs> i ignore you but that's... long as she don't make it a problem so like this is what i'm saying she can still talk to you you know what I'm saying? So but I, you're not know. talking to me, so you want to talk to this bitch today? But and you want to not, you know, you want to ignore girl, me? Girl, oh, we not fucking today? Oh, girl, you want to fuck her today? The, like, it's the just the problematic. Girl, just chill out, girl. You already know how he is. Just fuck that. <laughs> and then they going to get the chit-chat in. They going to put your ass <laughs> It's just bad. Like, I just don't think that. Yeah. Like, not for me. Which, it's not for us. I mean, we're, we're, we're plural now. I've been plural. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, it's not for us. Mm. You don't know how to act. I don't know how to act. Yeah, like what if the shoe was on the other foot? What if it was two men and a woman? I'm I'm, I'm two men already. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what if it's two men? You know, how would you feel? I'm already two men. I think it's more beneficial for the woman. It's like you got a man to do more shit that you need him to do. Not at all. Somebody mow the grass. Not at all. Somebody eat my ass. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) Hell no. Throw that shit out of here. (laughs) I'm going to edit that out. No, I'm just joking, but. Yeah, I'm going to edit it out. We got to go. Why? It got to go. I don't know. Just, one you know. The grass, want to eat my ass, huh? I heard you. <laughs> yeah. I heard you making the style. Just, you know, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story. Moral of the story is do you and be true. If you want some bullshit, you'll get some bullshit. It may not necessarily bullshit it, be bullshit. It may be something that's suitable for you, but. You know, just make sure you're doing what you're doing for the right reasons. Hey, Amen. What else we got to talk about? We got some more stuff. We got to break it down. What happened? We got more topics in there. Quentin Tarantino. What he do? Oh, to me, ain't giving his mama no money. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> no, she told him, like, just cut that shit out. Don't but he was a kid. You still don't tell no kid that. Yes. No. Hey, parents don't always know. Parents don't understand. I understand. Parents don't always. My mom told me I wasn't going to graduate from high school. What do you mean? I, I was fucking up. Yes. At least you had a parent tell you something. Thank you. You had a grandmother. You had a village. You had you had more than a mother. And but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like everything works out in divine order because ain't no telling how you would have ended up if you would have stayed with your mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so you can't I actually made the choice not to stay with my mom. And then another time I couldn't stay with her because she ain't had nowhere, nothing. She had nowhere to stay, so you couldn't mm-hmm. stay with her. Nope. She's in prison. So, do you think Quentin Tarantino was is 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 right in his actions where he's saying I'm not buying be, his, my mama a Cadillac? I think I'm not I buying think, you a house I think, because you told me to not be be writing. Think, I don't think he did it that far, man. I think you know Hollywood is. Hollywood, but he paid her taxes. Man. Of course, he paid the taxes and he he gave her some money. I guarantee you, don't get a small some money. You can't believe all everything, motherfucker. Say mm-hmm. now, but um, the hustle tip. I'm gonna give y'all a key. Dr. Key Hustle tip this week. Save you some money. Or put some money in your pocket. You feel me? So this week, Hustle tip. I want to give you guys. 
is on diminished value. Um, diminished value comes into play when you have a vehicle and you get into a car accident. After your car is repaired, your car is not going to be worth the same value as if it was never in that accident. So, your car can easily go from fifteen from fifteen thousand to nine thousand. Mm. So you're you're missing about six thousand dollars in pocket, or no, in equity that you should have because you purchased this car, and you're paying for the insurance to keep you whole a hundred percent. So, a little thing they don't tell anyone is you can file for that difference on a claim that's called diminished value. If you get your professional appraiser, you can pay between two hundred to three hundred bucks. But you get a professional appraisal that you can send into your insurance company, so they know the amount that you deserve and the amount that you re- are requesting. Most of the time, insurance won't fight it. They don't want to go to court. I mean, they're going to try to fight it anyway. But you know, if you have a professional on on your side, they're not going to try to fight the professional. They don't want to go to court. It's going to cost them even more money. Mm-hmm. So, you know. They'll settle for that extra five thousand that you're missing, and you can keep that in your pocket. It will never, you know, bring back the value of the car, but you will get some money for that value that you are minish, you know, that you are missing, and it's called diminished value. If you want more information, you can always get on YouTube, search diminished value uh, claim. But I pretty much gave you the whole breakdown of it. Diminished value, so you can call your insurance and tell them you want to file a diminished value. Claim. claim yep after mm. your repairs are done mm. and get your check for the difference of your car okay yep yiddy that's a dr key hustle tip this week you know what i'm saying we're gonna try to put some money in your pocket and create some opportunities for keep you guys money in your so pocket. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna drop these on you every week and we're gonna keep uh doing this thing you feel me let's get it shake them up shake them up shake them sell them Damn. a little um what you got next that's it you know anything else you want to add no that's it uh be tuned in for next week's show and we're gonna come back hit your ass in the face with another one you dig i hit you in the face hit your ass in the face all right well congregation thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of ghetto and godly let's keep the conversation going with your favorite co-host auntie mimi and dr kia and remember to always be good to yourself And be good to others, you feel me? And one another. Amen. Bye-bye. Yeti!